Uh, now, as I was just praying and, and waiting on God for for this week, um, I just sensed that the thing that was pressing on my heart is, is just to give a teaching, so that we have some handles how to, or let me rather say, how to have a better understanding about spiritual warfare and and how and what and how can how this teaching is going to help us to to know actually how to to better uh, wage spiritual warfare you see there's a, there's a, one of the psalms in in the bible that says that blessed be the lord my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle and then in one of the other I think it's Psalm 18 where he says that he strengthened my arm or yeah, he strengthened me so that my arm can bend a bow of bronze. So uh, I think that's something that we can pray that the Holy Spirit teaches us to teach us our, our fingers for battle and uh, our hands for warfare so that we will know how to do it so what i want to speak tonight about is the cosmic war in the in the spiritual realm so first of all the reason is that for us that, that are experiencing at this point uh, a spiritual attack this is to encourage us uh, and then and then also uh, so that we must be careful not to just bind and lose everything um, how many times we, we are buying Satan or whatever the case may be there's, there's not one scripture in the Bible where, where it says that you and I have the, have the authority to bind Satan uh, so I want to start with Deuteronomy uh, 32 verse 8 and 9 and the ESV for some of us it will be it will be very very interesting you are going to understand something tonight that, that you haven't that you didn't even think exist and for some of us it will be something it's not really that uh, that new but every time that I do this there's something that I learn and I understand. So Deuteronomy 32 verse 8 and 9 says, Now when the Most High give to the nations their inheritance, when He divided mankind, He fixed the borders of the peoples according to the number of the sons of God. But the Lord's portion is His people. Jacob is allotted heritage. So now the new, the new Living Translation put it like this. It says, when the Most High assigned, la assigned lands to the nations and when He divided the human race, He established the boundaries of the peoples according to the number in His heavenly court. Didn't even know that God divided the nations at some point, eh? Okay. Now there are ten points that I quickly would like to... To, to discuss or just speak the first point is God scattered everyone over the face of all the earth so what did, how did he do that by confusing their language at Babel 
when he, when he scattered them. So the first one is God scattered everyone uh, over the face of the earth. The second one is God divided the nations and he gave these nations to his sons. You understand what I mean by sons? Not you and me. Talking about the sons of God. The angels. Now I just want to pull back this curtain just briefly so that we can see what is happening and or what was happening in the spiritual realm. And we see that in, in Genesis 11, that is the story of the Tower of Babel, that, that God scattered the nations where he con- confused their, their language. And in, in De- Deuteronomy, Moses has a revelation from God what, what happened in the spiritual realm when God was meeting with his family. In other words, was, was meeting in his divine council. So what do I mean by a divine council? Many companies have board meetings and where, where things are, are being discussed. So we are all familiar with, with that type of thing. Now in, Deuter- in Deuteronomy 8, uh, there's uh, those verses that I referred to, uh, verse, verse 32, verse 8 and 9, God divided the nations and then he assigned different portions or different nations to every single one of of the angels of God of the of the sons of God and the new king james version says according to the to the number of the sons of israel but if you look at at, at older uh, uh, scriptures older books even the dead sea scrolls that thing of the sons of israel what the King James Version says is wrong. It doesn't. Israel did not even exist in uh, Genesis 11. Israel only came later on. So, uh, so what happened is that in the spiritual realm, God is gathering with His family and He's giving each one of His of His sons <coughs> a different territory to rule and to reign over. And to guide the people over in the areas or the territories where they rule in. Now, but God says that I'm going to have a nation for myself. That nation is going to be Israel. And he says, I will personally take Israel as my special people. Now, we also know that, that God called Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldeans. And he said that to Abraham that out of you I'm going to build a nation for my for myself you guys notice that nowhere throughout the bible if you go read the bible nowhere did god say that to any other nation except to israel he didn't say to the other people i'm going to make a, a nation out of you i'm going to take you as my inheritance he only said that of israel so number three is that god's sons who as were who were assigned to those nations have become corrupt and they started to incre- uh, 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 create injustice they started to, 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 to create war they started to hate the people they abused the people of the nations over which God has appointed them to rule and to reign uh, so you know what if, if you if we read through the Bible you will see what these what these Principalities or these uh, gods have done. They have actually get the people to worship them instead of of worshiping God. And 
Now, uh, in, 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 in Psalm 82, verse 1 and 2, in the ESV, God is speaking. He says, God has taken his place in the divine council in the midst of the gods. He holds judgment. And he said to them, How long will you just, or how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Uh, now this is, this is what happened after God divided the nations in, in Deuteronomy 32. And then in Psalm 82 he go on to rebuke the sons, this Elohim. The Hebrew word is the Elohim. Or now we also know that, that God is Elohim. But all these heavenly beings are also called Elohim. But there's only one Elohim who is the creator of all the other Elohims. And that is, that is God Almighty. So... Uh, uh, now God is rebuking them and he told them that, that all of you, these sons of God, he said all of you have become uh, corrupt and you are doing wrong things. So Psalm 82 verse 6 and 7 says, I said you are gods, God speaking to these heavenly beings. He said, I'm saying to you that you are gods, you are sons of the Most High, all of you, nevertheless like men you shall die and fall like any prince. Okay. Any, any, make sense to you guys so far? Mm -hmm. Cool. Now number four is God's sons led the nations to worship them instead of God. And where do I get that? Now before I said Deuteronomy 32 verse 16 and 17 says... They, they provoked him to jealousy with foreign gods and with abominations. They provoked, provoked him to anger. They sacrificed to demons and not to God. To gods they did not know. To new gods, new arrivals that your fathers did not fear. Now God is speaking to Israel. And what happened here is God is now speaking to Israel. And Israel has come under the influence of these gods of the other nations. We, we all know that time and time again God was rebuking them because they had started worshipping these other gods and do exactly what the other nations have done. Now, uh, what these gods did was that they were starting to manipulating people and they causing these people of the, of the nations to, to, to start giving uh, worship to them in, 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 instead of, of gods. They were drawing worship to themselves. And they... Now, now, every, now we all know that every nation in the world has their own gods. Okay, so number five is God judged the gods of Egypt for mistreating his children. Every single one of the ten plagues was... God that was judging the gods of Egypt. Okay, so Exodus 12 verse, verse 12 says, And I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and I will strike all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. You guys ever notice it? I mean, we, we hear of all these gods and then we see the gods that the, the, the nations are, 
are worshipping. And we think, oh my word, these things are, are worthless. But, but we are, here we see that God says that, that there's a, a spiritual entity that is, that is really existing and, and, and that is alive. <coughs> so what God did was to punish these spiritual beings over the territories of Egypt and to execute judgment on them. Now number six is territorial principalities oppose God's work on the earth. So Daniel 10 verse 13 says, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, and behold, Michael, of, Michael one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. And verse 20 then says, He said, Do you know why I have come to you? And now I must return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I have gone forth, indeed, the prince of Greece will also uh, come. So we see here uh, that over every country there is a, a principality. And now he said what he called a prince, like the prince of Persia, the prince of Greece. There's a prince of South Africa, there's a prince over Campedown or whatever, according to the different hierarchies of. Now, this is very important. Notice that Daniel is not the one who is fighting the prince. You guys notice here? I will read it again. The angel says that, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And I say, then he said, uh, he said, now I must return to fight with the prince of Persia. He didn't tell Daniel to go fight the prince of Persia. He said, I, I, the angel, being sent by God, I am the one who is going to fight this principality which is called the prince of Persia or the prince of Greece. This shows us that there are ruling principalities over particular nations. In other words, the angel had resistance from an entity that rules over an area Legally, Do you guys know that over this Camperdown area, there are principalities that legally rule over this area? Okay. And the thing is, this angel had a hard time to get through. He said it took him 21 days. From the time that Daniel prayed, it took this angel 21 days to, to break through. Um... <coughs> uh, he had a hard time to, to get through until the prayers of the people in that area perseveres. You hear what he says? For you and me. The moment that you and I start praying, God is answering our prayers. But many times those prayers are delayed because of a principality. And as long as we persist in our prayers, and as long as we as a as a church or as an individual persevere, eventually the breakthrough will come. That is why we are so, so many times just give up. Our oh, God is not answering my prayer. Instead of us persevering, persevering, till that the breakthrough comes. Now these principalities are not the low-level demons that you and I, that you and I cast out of people. Demon of lust and a demon of, of, of lying or an afflicting spirit or whatever the case may be. 
These are the ones that you and I have been given a authority over. You and I have not been given authority to take on principalities. Okay. Number seven. The death of Jesus disarmed the principalities and the powers. Isn't that amazing? It says, uh, Colossians 2 verse 15 says, Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in, uh, in it until the coming of Jesus. Every principality, yeah, until the coming of Jesus, every principality had a legal right over their nations. Even up to today. Okay. These nations pledge their allegiance to them by worshipping them. So that is what's happening even in South Africa. Even though those of Africa is a, a Christian country. But because there are so many people in this country. That are practicing witchcraft. So many people that are Hindus. So many people that are Muslims or whatever. They are the ones who give the majority. Give these principalities the legal right to be over over an area does it make sense okay um, he said but 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 people will but but many times you will hear but people are saying yeah but god has given us all authority remember you guys have also quite you guys also quoted, quoted that verse it says but yeah god has given us all authority you know what's amazing? I'll, I'll read this, this verse to you guys. Or let me rather say that uh, and, and our argument is that uh, there's, there's no limit to our, to our authority. The Bible is clear that we are to cast demons out of people. Nowhere in the Bible is there a verse that says we are to go to a city and cast out demons out of a region. You guys with me i mean even when those you remember that the man with the legion of of demons didn't didn't jesus didn't tell them listen go out of this area they said to jesus please we don't want to go out of this area he didn't say to them now you had no legal right in this area he just said to them okay if you will go if you want to go and live in the swine be my guest now what is happening is that, and that is why Milan and, 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 and Asif, Milan and myself have said, do not, when you pray, you and I pray, of the, God, I, I take hold of, or I, I command Jezebel to go, or I command the devil to get out of this, this area, or I command the stronghold of witchcraft or whatever. This thing, the problem is that when you and I do these things, you have no authority because he didn't give us the authority for that thing. But what do I mean by that? You have the same authority that Jesus, but you do. You and I do not have the same assignment that Jesus has. You guys hear what I'm saying? We have the same authority of Jesus, but we don't have the same assignment. What was Jesus' assignment? To come and set the world free. To come and set the captives free. Our assignment is to set the captives free, but to do what God has told us to do. And that is to go and spread the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons.
I just want to raise that, that uh, I'll, I'll probably get to that, that verse now, Matthew. Uh, now, what the does. The Great Commission is very specific. It says, Jesus came to them and said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go to the people of all nations and make them my disciples. That was the assignment. That was the, that was the assignment. them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and teach them to do everything I have told you. I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. That is, that is our assignment. Mm. Okay. Number eight, Jesus now, Jesus now holds all legal authority over the nations, and we are sent out to reclaim those nations for God. Now I want to read to you guys something, just show you how we are reading the Bible. Bridget has just read this verse now. So, Jesus says, Matthew 28, verse 18 19. All authority is given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing. Now, if you heard, you know how many times I've heard, <coughs> in, in, even in, in, in church where people are preaching, we have the same authority that Jesus has. He said all authority was given. They say all, Jesus says all authority was given to us. Show me in this verse where Jesus says all, of, all authority was given to you. You hear what I'm saying? He says, Jesus says all authority was given to me. Go therefore and make disciples. He doesn't say I'm giving you all authority. He said I have the authority you go and do. In terms of my authority. I'm, I'll using, I'm, I'm using myself, my, 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 my job for a, as an example. I mean, I, I have a lot of authority, but I don't have the authority that the Chief Justice has. My authority was, the person who appoints me is the, is the Minister of, of Justice. You guys with me? I cannot now as a Magistrate decide, hey, the Minister of Justice has given me all this authority. He hasn't given me all authority. He's only given me authority for, for the position, for the, for the district where I am in. So if I now go and I act outside that authority, I will, I will be charged for misconduct. I will, there will be consequences for me. Cool. And then Jesus can cast out the, the principalities of that. He himself... You see, I'll get to I'll get to that. That is what he did. He said, "All all principalities and powers was made subject to him." Now, this all authority means that every nation, tongue, city is under the authority of Jesus. When Jesus said, "All authority was given to me," what is meaning? What what that means? That every city, every country, every tongue, people, language, nation is under the authority of Jesus now. Okay. Now, what Jesus is saying to you and me is now. Because all these people and, and nations and tongues and, are un, is under my authority, now your assignment is to go and preach the gospel. But, but, but many times we say, no, 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 I don't want to preach the gospel. I rather want to go and bind the spirit of Islam over Camperdown. You guys see what I mean? Now, I don't want to go and do evangelism. I'd rather go and pray. That is, that, is not, that is not our assignment. Every one of us has a testimony. Lynn, 
perhaps when they say evangelist then okay Jesus says if you want to do something with all the authority that he has then go and preach do you have you guys noticed that I mean we pray in church and we pray in church for people and yes and people do get healed and whatever but what I've noticed the moment that you go out you doing ministry you're going outreaches there you see mind-boggling miracles and things are happening you wonder why exactly because of this thing and that is why we don't often often see these type of things uh, interesting also never in the Old Testament give God did God give Israel an assignment assignment to evangelize the nations that was mind-boggling you guys have you guys noticed it nowhere in the Old Testament did God say to Israel go and evangelize the nations even up to his crucifixion remember he said to the to his disciples no no you go go to the to the lost tribes of Israel don't go to these people and don't go to these people and that is why even in two instances um, it was the the Roman centurion who came to Jesus and said my slave is, is sick and then and then that lady this Phoenician Syrian woman that says the child is demon possessed and then Jesus said to her no no I, I'm not sent to you guys I'm sent to the tribes of Israel and then then she said, no, but even the dogs eating the crumbs said, falling off the table. Falling off the table. So nowhere did God give. Only after, after the, the, the death and the resurrection of Jesus, all of a sudden then everything changed. Okay. When the Israelites, um, when God told the Israelites, you will succumb to the nation, they said, they're dead. That was their son's um, okay, now when Jesus took the authority away from them, Jesus said that the nations are mine and now I must go into the nations and make the, uh, make the disciples. You can notice only, as I said, only after the resurrection of Jesus. Now we have the legal authority in every nation to win people for Jesus. But the principalities... That is an interesting thing. The principle in in this area where we are staying, the moment that you and I start making an impact for Jesus, the moment that you and I start doing what we are supposed to do, you will see that the principalities will stand up against you. you remember, Bridget, when you guys were all of a sudden the Sangomas and everything. That's exactly as long as you and I have, if if you and I are not a. A threat to the to the principalities. They will not even bother about you and me. The moment that you and I start advancing the kingdom of God, you can watch it. That is what will happen. And now number nine. Our authority against the ruling principalities is self-defense, not direct confrontation. Never ever did God say go and go and fight. Ephesians 6 verse 10 to 18 they say finally my brothers brother be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind 
of his might put all that put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the vials of the devil he doesn't say that you were able to fight the devil he says stand against the vials of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places he said therefore take up the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the day of evil and having done everything or having done all to stand you see three times he says stand withstand and stand now the question is if you are going through a spiritual attack at this time have you guys or let me rather say sometimes it happened that, that you get to a place that you can't even pray you don't know what to pray you pray and you pray and it feels as if, as if you are if nothing happens you put on worship music it feels as if nothing is happening Bible says that you and I have to stand it says in the day of evil so in other words there's already a time limit this day of evil is not going to last or is not endless. There is a beginning and an end to that thing. Now how do you and I stand even when we don't feel the presence of God? Even though we don't see what is happening? Do what you and I have been doing all along. Even if you don't feel the presence of God, continue reading your Bible. Even if you don't feel the presence of God, still being a christian don't all of a sudden now change and and start complaining and 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 and, and uh, just continue what you are running to alcohol or whatever continue what you've been doing continue worshiping guys i've said many times in the past a, a christian walk is not about feeling it is about knowing know your and my identity know that the word says that we are victorious in christ the word says he gives us the victory the word says he surrounded us with favor as with the shield the word says we are seated with christ in heavenly places as long as we stand he says stand withstand and stand no running no retreating nothing Um, okay. You see, what will then happen is that <clears throat> once we are through this this season, there will be a season of of peace for you and me. And then, and the moment that you and I enter into another season, the devil will come back, and once again we will. The whole thing will start again. So guys, I used to say to, I always used to, to say that if you are going through constant trials, the first thing that you have to look at, go and ask Holy Spirit to show you, is there something in my life that is causing this storm in my life? Because the Bible says in the book of Job, God sent the storm for three reasons. The first one is to show His goodness. 
The second one is to punish. And the third one is to provide. So go and ask God, this storm in my life, is it, is it because of your goodness? Or is it because of, of, of you chastising me? Or is it because of the fact that you are providing? I'll just use an example. Say for example, uh, I'm losing my job. Or I'm about to, 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 to lose my employment. Many times we, we will say, oh, but the devil is coming against me, the devil is attacking me, or whatever the case may be. Have you ever actually just go back, stand back and think, is it not perhaps God that is causing that storm because he wants you to get out of that situation? You know how many times have you, I don't know, all of you will probably, I've heard of many, many, many times that people will have a good income or whatever and then all of a sudden they lose their job. But that thing was the catalyst for him all of a sudden to start a new company and he became the CEO of this company and other people are getting, getting uh, he's giving employment. Now how many policemen have resigned their jobs and they are very, very successful businessmen. We know, we know a friend of us that's staying in Cape Town. He's a, he's a, he was a train driver. And one day then he decided that he's going, he had enough of this. Also going through this thing. Today he's super wealthy. But you see, you know what I mean? that is what the thing is. Go and we have to go and ask God, what is the, what is the season? What is the reason for, for the season? Okay. Then, uh, in conclusion, the principalities will not attack a person whose destiny is not a direct threat to him or to them. Demons attack you because they hate you. <clears throat> principalities attack you because you are a direct threat to them. Cool. And then number 10, we will replace the ruling principalities to rule the nations with Jesus when he returns. Revelation 2 verse 26. And he who overcomes and keep my works until the end to him I will give power over the nations. So one day you and I will be the ones who's ruling over, over the nations. Cool.